What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we are back for part two of our little series with Liz Hartke. And last week, if you missed it, go back and listen to it. It's all about raising um, kids with an entrepreneurial spirit. And it was so powerful, such just tangible things that we can put into our lives and implement right away with our children that'll that's gonna impact their lives forever. So if you missed that, go back and listen. Today, we're digging into really how, really that struggle between feeling split in two between building a big business and doing impactful work and things that are on your heart while also wanting to raise your family and be present and have time with them and do all the things that you want to do within the home. There is a huge, huge struggle that I think is so common between where do I matter most? Where does my time and energy need to need to go? How do I do both? What does that even look like? Do I even have what it takes? And so we are going to be digging into all of that today with Liz. So grab your notebooks and let's dig into that. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Conversation. All right, Liz, we are back for part two. And this is, we're going to be digging into a topic that I feel probably 99.9% of our listeners will be like, oh my gosh, that's me. I Mm. have big dreams. I have big goals. I know what I want for my family, but I also really love my family. I want to be there for them. I want to be present. I don't want to sacrifice time with them in order to build these big dreams. And and what if I go for these big dreams and it doesn't even pan out, then will it all be for, for not? And all of these internal struggles are what I hear literally on a weekly basis. Will this be worth it? Will this da da da? And they're feeling so torn. So today we're bringing to the table this topic and we're, we're going to be talking about that, that idea that you're, you're split into, how do you raise a big business and build something that is lasting legacy and for generations and 
raise children and kids and be there and be the parent that you know you want to be too? Is it possible? Let's start there. Mm, that is the question, the million dollar <laughs> the question. Million dollar question. I say yes, and but there's a caveat to that. It's like how, okay? So you can't just saying yes doesn't really help anybody. Um, I think you have to reimagine the how and reimagine your approach to it because one of the most common things I hear. So I work with people different spectrums of business, right? Industries, um, levels of business, and people upwards through multi-million dollar a year earners and and then people that are in not brand new business owners, but earlier stage. The the phrase we we write down as a team, like we pay attention when our people write in for the podcast or show up in our social like on social media asking questions whatever and we write down the phrases they say because we really want to capture the heart of of what they're struggling with so we can serve them and we hear the phrase split into or spread too thin all the time like that is how people describe it like they are and i think a lot of times and maybe you'll resonate with this you know they feel that in all areas of their lives right they feel it in business they feel it in parenthood And they start to wonder, is something actually wrong with me? I have this incredible hunger that was placed in my heart for entrepreneurship. I really feel called to my mission in business and I wanna make it this raving success, but I also have this gut deep desire to be present for my kids and to raise them up as leaders and to make an impact beyond just good enough. Mm -hmm. And, but almost every day I feel like I'm falling short in one or both of those areas. Or when I'm working in my business, I feel guilty that I'm not with my kids. And when I'm with my kids, I feel stressed that I'm not getting the crap done that's on my plate within my business. And I need to understand how do I feel present where I am? How do I do both? How do I not, um, you know, how do I break free of this feeling of being split in two? And to me, I, I know on last week's episode, Micah, I told I told you a little bit about my upbringing, being raised by entrepreneurs and witnessing, um, seeing them do both, like raise a family and be in called to business and that business providing for our family and all of that. And uh, I think one of the biggest things I learned, and this is kind of maybe jumping ahead to the whole solution and all of it and the work that we're trying to do with these entrepreneurial families, is that when I think of my mom, she wasn't split in two. And I think this is the crux of all of it. So we have, and we are often taught, you put your business hat on and you have boundaries and you shut the door and you get the work done. And then when you check out, you're fully present with your kids and you don't touch anything work-related and you keep those worlds separate, and that's how you build a business successfully and that's how you parent successfully and and you're those two different versions of yourself at those different times throughout the day to me that's torture how can you successfully lead in two different worlds that are calling you at the same time and it's it's this pressure and that's how i tried to do it for a few years and i kept saying to my husband i'm like michael what like i can set all the boundaries i can build my schedule around it this way but something doesn't feel right And then I had this aha moment, you know, it takes me 30 years to finally appreciate what I had as a kid. But I think back and I even reached out to my parents after I had this wake up call. It's like, oh my gosh, you guys didn't split in two. Like you were just you, but operating by the same set of values in your home, with your children, in your marriage, in your team. Like when you were leading your team, when you were supporting your clients, whatever it was, 
It was the same person across the board. And so many of my, I never uh, fully appreciated how, what I got to witness growing up, which was, you know, when you're the entrepreneur's kid, it's not the same as the kid whose mom and dad worked the nine to five. Mm -hmm. I was the one that was like, oh, I want to go play at the playground, but I got to go to mom's office because that's where she is. And I got to wait a few hours until she's done and then we'll go home, things like that. But in those hours when I was sitting around the conference table watching her do her thing was where I learned so much. I learned work ethic. I learned, um, I learned humility. I learned how to pour into people, how to communicate with people, how to treat people, how to put other people first and to be selfless, how to show up in a, in a bigger way in the world outside of maybe even what my exact work I was doing. How could I make a greater impact with who I was becoming? So all of that was such a treasure and I didn't even know it. So I think that the answer to it, which there's a whole nother level of how, right? Like, okay, so how do we do this? To me, it's going from spread thin, split into entrepreneur to what we call a founder family and defining what that is saying, okay, when you say yes to entrepreneurship and when you say that calling's on your heart and you're like, okay, I'm in, I'm gonna show up for this. You're saying yes for your family, right? We talked a little bit about that last time we chatted yeah. that you're saying yes for your family, but then we say yes but then we keep everything separate. Like our kids can't really see what we're doing. And I have little kids too. So it's not like they're working in my business with me or working for me at this juncture. Uh, but I think the answer is integrating the two worlds, not how can you separate them and master them both individually? How can you accept that you are you called to these missions that your whole family should be ingrained in and a part of and at least understand what you're working towards, even if they're not, even if your spouse doesn't work in your business, or even if your kids are young like mine and not working in your business, or they choose a different path, they understand that they are a team player in that mission. And they understand what they're bringing to life. They know, they know what values they operate by. Um, they understand why you make the decisions you make, and they have the honor and the privilege of witnessing you in that sweet spot so that they can learn so many precious and valuable lessons along the way. It's not to say that there aren't ever boundaries. Like obviously I have little kids. So if I'm doing this podcast interview, I don't exactly have an open door policy because we wouldn't get five minutes into the episode, right? <laughs> yeah. But for the most part, there's more fluidity. It's not like this strict, that's kind of the benefit of entrepreneurship. There doesn't have to be this neurotically strict structure. So yeah, you create some boundaries. For example, when I when I am done with my work day, um, at the very least, my phone doesn't come anywhere near me because I'm so human and I do not have the, the will to fight it when that thing is dinging at me. Like it is designed to be addictive and I am addicted to it if it's within range. So boundaries like that, but we constantly have conversations with my six-year-old, my four-year-old, my three-year-old about what we're doing and why and the impact and what role they play in it by letting me have that time where i do come down here and i do record this episode where they're not directly involved how were they involved in making that happen how was it that like them taking some quiet reading time or playing with each other actually allowed us to get a message out into the world that was going to further impact the people we're trying to serve so i think the answer is less less boundaries and more open doors and more um I don't know, congruence between the two and not not giving yourself the impossible tall order of being 
the the leader in two different worlds at the same exact time. Yeah, I love it. It's so funny because as you're talking about that, that's like like when you're like, put my hat on and when I'm doing this, I'm this. And when I'm doing that, I'm that. I'm da da da. I'm like, wait, that's how I do things right now. But mm-hmm. then when you went into talking about it, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. But that's more of how I do things. So it's like, I this is not black or white. So I, right. I want the listener not to be like, oh no, I'm doing it all wrong. Holy moly, I am failing at life. So let's talk through this for a sec because this is the beautiful part of entrepreneurship. I think one of the, an important thing that you brought up is that open door. Like your kids are a part of what you're doing. You are not, I hear all the time, especially since so many of our listeners are building quote unquote side hustles. It's like extra income. It's not really essential. It's not really, it's just kind of bonus. It starts as bonus money. It starts as something for fun. It's a a passion project. And then lots of times it becomes more, it becomes more of like their livelihood. And then they still try and operate how they did when it was very much a side hustle, only Mm. that like nap time hustle. I do it when my kids are sleeping. They don't know I'm building a business. They can't see me on my phone. They can't this like I'm like, how are you even operating right now? Because if I look back to when I was building my business with two kids under three, two kids under three, when I started, yeah, they were young. I was on my phone while they were playing. I was on my phone while they were like distracted doing things because I was so like, if I have a pocket, it is getting filled because I was building in the mom cracks. I had to, at that point, I had to find um, any moment that I had to do something productive and purposeful. And I wasn't waiting till they were asleep. I was waking up earlier. I was staying up later. I was sacrificing because I saw what could be possible and that excited me, but I wasn't like hiding it. And even Mm -hmm. as they got older, I would talk with them about it. Mom's on my phone because I am doing this for our family. This is what's going to happen to our family. We're going to go on this trip together. We're going to be able to do this together. We're going to be able to whatever, because I'm doing this on my phone for this moment. And so I think that's one of the things that a lot of people try and do is like, it's like the secret. It's like this, this secret that they, they don't want their kids to feel like they're getting neglected or they're getting, they're not getting mom's full attention hundred percent of the time. And so they're going to keep it separate. And that just, to me, seems really hard and really stressful and really impossible to be honest. Yeah. And I think a lot of friction stems from that expectation that like, it's not going to go into mom time. This is not going to creep into like my highest priorities, but let's be honest about seasons. Like let's be mm-hmm. honest about seasons of growth and, and what that looks like and how seasons flow and they come and come and go. And we've got to be fluid with that and just kind of adjust. Like, let's dig into that a little bit because we all know right now we're like on the opposite side. We just walked through like years of this hustle culture. Like let's work harder and you have your phone so you can make money and blah, blah, and work, work, work and build all these dreams and get all these cars. And that was like the big thing. And now it's like, find your flow and make it easy. And it should be simple. And and I'm like, there's gotta be a happy medium. Like that's neither of those are healthy, like, or reality of how it, what it actually takes to build a sustainable, like actually producing income business. Yeah. 
I totally agree. And <laughs> I think one of the things I want to highlight what you said is uh, the communication piece is missing mm. for a lot of people. So it's, we kind of, even young kids, no matter really what kids you're, you know, ages your kids are, or even like your spouse too, I see this in a lot of marriages, there's a, there's a breakdown of communication and it causes problems. When, when was the last time your listeners, or people listening in, when did you sit down with your family and include them in the vision yeah. and the goals and the pursuit and why you do what you do? Are they a part of that? Do they have input into it? Are you isolated over here just doing your thing for the family at the expense of the family? You know what right. I mean? Like they don't. So here's the thing we'll say, like, we're doing this for you, or like, if I do this, you get this. But the kid is thinking, I don't care about that. I just want you. So there has to be this world in between where you are able to communicate and find out what they want, find out what, you know, what you're working towards and find that goal in between. And maybe the timeline changes a little in that pursuit of that goal, or maybe how you get to it changes a little. We gave our kids the space to call us out on things and be like, all right, well, I get that that is what you're working towards. But it hurts my feelings when I say your name three times and you don't look up because you're distracted by your phone. It's like, whoa, that hit me right in the chest. Like, okay, yeah. something's got to change there. So the opening the lines of communication is huge. And I think I had this big realization a few years back when I was trained up in this world because I started my business when I was single. Okay, so this is 10 years ago. And I was trained up in this world where it was like, what's your goal and what's your dream and what's your vision and what are you working towards? And then I had a family, I got married and I had a family. And it was like, I was running parallel to my family I because I had my dream and my goal and my vision and what I wanted. And then we had our, you know, some things as a family that we wanted, whatever. It doesn't work that way. And I think I might mm, maybe ruffle feathers by saying this, but I'm willing, it's selfish. Like you kind of have to die to your own dream when you have a family. It's not that those those dreams can't come to life, but have you brought them into the fray and figured out how to how to unify that and say, what does this look like together? Not just yeah. me over here in my own lane going after my own dream. I, have you seen the uh, documentary, I think it's called 14 Peaks of those no. incredible guys that it's like wild. These guys go and they climb the 14 highest peaks and in the world and it Typically the last person that did it took them seven years and they did it in like months. It was crazy. But one of the things that stuck with me so much is the main guy who was an incredible leader and an awesome guy. Um, and he was married and his wife is telling the story of, of this dream that he's had forever. And it really came at the sacrifice of everything. Like she didn't really matter. He was gonna do this no matter what. And there was something about that that didn't sit well with me because I had a lot of things when I came to the table as a mother that I that I wanted and they were for me. But they would have had in order for them to come to fruition and they weren't like things that God placed on my heart. They're things that I really wanted. Like it's like this is what I'm working towards that I felt like if I were to just keep going full force towards those things my family would be the collateral damage of that. So I, my challenge to people would be 
can you sit down with your kids and with your spouse and say, hey, this is where my heart's at, where's yours? Or this is why we do what we do. Or how can you come into the fray of this, at least into the communication of that vision and those goals? And we have those checkpoints as a family. Um, Michael and I have the monthly where we're sitting down and, and mapping these things out together as a couple. But then we do bring our kids into that conversation and they're very aware of the work we're doing and the mission behind it. And they feel like they're a part of it. When I have to leave to travel for a trip, it's no longer like, oh, mom's leaving. Why is mom leaving? And they're like, mom, how many families are going to be there? Or how, like, how many businesses do you get to help this time? Okay, I'm going to make all the beds while you're gone. And I'm, don't worry, I'll watch the girls. And it's like, they're a part of the team. They're, they're part of the reason that mission is coming to life. Not just me totally separate on my island going off to do my thing to make the money to bring home to the family for whatever vacation we want so it's a very different feeling and i think the other key piece you know touching on something you said is it's seasons and intention mm. okay so meaning uh if business owners that were passionate like us about our businesses and like probably could do this all day if we had no discipline around like keeping some structure to our lives and and you know you can get really addicted to it if people like that could bring the same level of intention that they bring to their business into their home even if it was for a lot less time like in the day right like maybe their business they are in a season where their business is more demanding but they they brought that same level of fervor and energy and passion and and connection and love into their home that intention goes a really long way so when you are in a season where the pendulum does swing a little bit more towards business because you are trying to build that foundation. You know, you and I were talking about this before you hit record of like, man, it is tough because, you know, you don't want to go into hustle, but you can't just be like, oh, fluffy, like it'll happen, compound effect, just keep doing the bare minimum, someday yeah. I'll be a millionaire. Like there is this, there is, there are periods where you're like, it's go time. Like this is, this is gonna be a hard season for us, but how can you bring the intention in. So like getting really clear on what that could look like for your family. Cause I know for my kids, there are times where, you know, Michael's gone out of town and I've had them on my own for a few days and I'm like hanging by a thread, right? There's almost no intention there. And I'm like, I'm, but I'm with them for like 36 straight, straight hours, just me and them. And then there are other times where I'll take one kid to the grocery store with me and give like make it fun and we race up and down the aisles and like cause a ruckus with the, the cart and whatever. And it was like so much more valuable than those three, four, whatever days we just spent together that like physically the time was there, but my heart, my intention wasn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think this is everything too. And even, even looking back to like when I was in a season of growth a season like when we were top 10 and that year JD was still in vet school and he was gone all the time and I had two little kids I knew if I can just dial things in on the most important things that matter in my business it can create so much momentum and so much growth for what we wanted was choice around where we lived after vet school so I did have a time I was like okay we got like 18 months it is freaking go time, not in seven years, but like right now in this season of busy and stress and JD's gone all the time. And I have two crazy little kids. It's go time. Like I just knew, but looking back, never once did I feel like I am sacrificing what matters most in, 
like in order to make this happen. Not once did I ever feel that way. I still was with my kids every single day, giving them time where it mattered, not hundred percent of the day. Like I said, I was working and they knew I was working and they were young. I wasn't like playing Legos with them for 24 hours a day. I was working, but, but not once did I ever have to miss anything or sacrifice what matters. And that's where the intent comes in. It's not quantity, it's quality. And so if you are in a season of really like, okay, it is go time for me. I do need to work more hours. I do need to put in more time and energy into what matters most in my business. Do it, you know, you know, and that will be worth it when you are putting the right energy into the right things. Don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself and pretend like you're working longer and harder to do more things, but you're not actually moving the needle forward and doing anything productive. Make for dang sure. If you have not read the book, Essentialism, it's one of my favorites because he talks so vividly about just how simplifying life, simplifying all of the things, identifying what is top priority, clearing out everything else that does not matter, does not move the needle forward on your goals, on your life, on your relationships, on your priorities, all of those things. That is how you can, in my brain, do it all because you can't do everything but you can do anything. And the anything is what actually matters to you. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of miss is where they're like, okay, I've got these bigger goals. I'm going to keep adding on. I'm going to keep adding on to my plate and I'm not going to adjust anything else. And I'm just going to keep adding, adding, adding. And then they literally make themselves crazy because that is Mm. impossible. Like you just, you, you can't do that. No superhuman can do that period. So we do, we have to get really, really, really clear on what actually matters in my business, what's moving me closer to my goals, what's helping us grow and what matters most in life, where my priorities, my values, my relationships, my family, how can I serve them? How can I be there for them? How can I make sure that I am showing up, giving them what they need in this time, in this season? And that in my brain is how you can do it all because everything Mm -hmm. else at that point is a non-issue. You're like, oh yeah, that just doesn't matter right now in this season. That just doesn't matter. And it gets cleared out. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's one of the key pieces of this is when you don't do that, you do perpetuate a cycle of hurry that is painful. Like Mm. you will not get off that hamster wheel. It will, you will feel forever the cycles of guilt and overwhelm and comparison and hurry. uh, And it, it's, it's on you, like it's on you to strip that away and to have those benchmarks where you are assessing your progress and assessing what's working. And most importantly, and this is the piece that people forget, you know, when you like put something in your calendar and you can hit reoccurring and it literally does reoccurring in perpetuity. Like if you go check it in Forever. 2020, <laughs> you know, 2045, it's like showing up that Thursday or whatever. Yeah. The problem with the seasons is people put it in their calendar on re- like they put that season of go on their calendar, but they forget to pick an end date. 
Mm. Like they forget to say this is a season for the next three months. And their their family can then sink their teeth into a light at the end of the tunnel. They can say, okay, how are we going to rally behind mom? How are we going to support? The husband can say, hey, I've got bath time this night. Like, why don't you go put in an extra hour of work and become a team mm -hmm. instead of everybody's an individual player on their own individual, individual team looking out for themselves. And it's like, you know, survival of the fittest. And there's no end date for that season. So like, it's easy to say, oh, but mom's just going into this bit. If that busy season lasts two years, three years, which is not, it can last 20. I work with some clients right now who are literally trying to undo the damage of a season of go and hustle. 20 years. Season. 20 years. And it's like, they've missed all the moments with their kids. They've walked through the divorce. They're struggling with the health stuff. And that's really hard to fix. But even two years, one year, how is, if my husband said to me, hey, I, I've got this dream and I wanna do this. And for the next five years, it's gonna be like, I gotta sacrifice everything to make it happen. And I didn't see how it fed into our family and didn't fuel us and support us and like enrich us and make us better and take us closer to the mission and the vision and the purpose that we have. That's not gonna feel good to me. So there's gotta be like, how can you break this down into chunks and then actually plan for the seasons of rest yeah. and the seasons of harvesting and the seasons of sowing and like not just the seasons of go. And that's the missing piece for a lot of these people that, that they just keep plowing ahead. And I think part of that is because they don't have benchmarks to say, is what I'm doing working or is it not? I can't tell you how many people that they're like, quote, building their business, especially in the industry you work with, like in network marketing, where they are, quote, building their business for three years and they're on every call and they probably listen to all your podcasts and they spend four hours on social media every day. And if I were to go into their bank account between last year and this year, there's no progress. Like it's nothing's, it's like, where the heck is your assessment to say, all right, I'm gonna stop beating my head against the same wall and change this to do something that's actually gonna move the needle. So the season isn't even worth it if it's mm -hmm. not progressing you or making you who you're called to be. It's just this delusion that people lean into. So first step, stop compartmentalizing, start integrating family and business, open the lines of communication, figure out your mission together as a family and go on that mission together. Even if mom is in this you know, entrepreneurship, dad's in the day job, kids are in school. That's okay. You all still have a common mission. Why are you here on this earth? What are you doing together? We, we growing up, we joke by, so my mom is a CPA and she has her own practice. She still runs it. She's my CPA as well, which is very convenient because <laughs> I, awesome. I, I, I suck at all that stuff. So she's <laughs> keeps me in check. Um, and you would think like a CPA, you know, checks in, does their work, pretty standard, right? They're doing taxes, running numbers, whatever it is they even do. And, but witnessing my mom and how she engaged with her clients and um, supported her team and her people that worked for her and, and just poured into them on a soul level, nothing to do with taxes, nothing to do with numbers, just like relationships. We always said that she was uh, a therapist in a CPA's body. Her mission was not to do taxes. 
her mission was to really walk people through tough transitions in their lives and to like to me be jesus for them like that's how i see my mom she would come in at the those moments she just has this gift she still does it and just pours in a lot of her clients or elderly and just had walked through losing their spouse or a child or something and she was always there yeah she might be there like filling out the taxes but the conversation is something that's like depth of soul and that's why she was there and i felt like in giving witnessing my mother do it i was learning so much but also in facilitating her ability to do it and knowing why she was doing it i was a part of something so big a ripple effect that i've witnessed change generations witnessed change people's lives i mean she was the type that or is the type thank god <laughs> still kicking um she is the type that you know someone would come in with their tax forms but leave with advice on how to rekindle a relationship with an estranged child or um, how to, you know, bring their marriage back together after, you know, something devastating or walking through a through cancer or loss or something like so. Looking at what's underneath the work you do, mm -hmm. like, why are you really doing it and and is it get crystal clear because you might need a little reality check where if you feel like you can't answer this or you've got to kind of manufacture something and it just doesn't like download, write it directly into your heart, like, oh, I know why, uh, you might need a reality check that you're operating up here, like surface level, make the money, do the work, get the notoriety, be seen, be recognized, you know, keep moving forward. Maybe you're fooling yourself and you've got to get a little bit more selfless and outward focused and clear on who you're called to be and are you using your business as the tool to ensure that that happens or are you not because if you're not it's going to be hard to model that stuff for your kids to allow them to come in and feel like they're a part of it to let it be of benefit to them outside of just the money you bring in and how it supports your family um and that's a that's a really important piece are you so soulful and so purposeful that your child could as a six-year-old go rattle off to their buddy about the impact you're making in the world um, because they've witnessed it and they see it, not because you told them, but because they've witnessed it and you're modeling it every single day. Taking a quick time out to fill you in on my first free masterclass for entrepreneurs. What if you really believed that everything that you wanted to build with your business was possible for you? What if it could be easier? What if it could be more joyful? What if you actually enjoyed the process every single day as you showed up to do the work? Do you think you could be consistent? I think you could. So many entrepreneurs are relying on motivation. They're relying on getting through it. They're relying on the grind. They're relying on the hustle. And then they get burnt out. They get overwhelmed. They get stuck. They lose the joy. And they wonder why they can't keep showing up to build their dreams, to hit their goals. And as I look back over the years on how I've built my business and how we've reached over seven figures annually, there's some things that I've just done differently. And I want to teach you that. So in this masterclass, we're going to uncover some core beliefs that we can help you rewrite in order to move you through those things to a more empowered state. And I'm going to reveal to you my seven essentials that I believe every successful entrepreneur is building their business around in some capacity. So 
This is going to help you really, really, really identify any gaps that you have, learn how to course correct and help you move through this state of overwhelm, frustration, lack of movement, lack of joy, wherever you are, we're going to move through that and into alignment, into flow, into excitement, into fulfillment, into joy, because I can promise you that is easy to show up for. So get access here at micafolsomfit.com slash seven essentials, number seven essentials, and that'll take you to get registered for the masterclass. And I can't wait for you to dig into this. Okay. Back to the show. I love that so much. And I think that speaks so clearly too, to the person who right now might be struggling to even do the work. Uh, what I hear so often is like, oh, I'm just not motivated. I just, I, I, I'm struggling with consistency. I'm like, and I've had episodes where I talk about this, but like when you feel called to do something, it's, you're not checking boxes. Like you are not going through the motions. It's not surface. It is on your heart and soul to show up and serve and do in such a deep way that it's hard not to show up. It's harder to take the day of rest. It's harder to unplug, to put it away. And that's where the discipline comes in and like teaching that to yourself comes in. But I feel like when you are building a business that you want to bless your family's life, you want to make an impact, you have to do the deep work. You have to have that crystal clear, this is why I'm here. This is what I'm doing. This is, this is my mission and my purpose. And this is the vehicle to bring that to life. And when I look back, it's so interesting because I'm like, so I launched a course and I have this podcast and, and obviously I got started with network marketing. And as I look back, I'm like, there is no freaking way I would have ever started a podcast and I would have ever felt like confident enough or equipped or capable of launching a course and serving people in an even, even bigger way if I hadn't started where I did. And it's like brick by brick, but I yeah. was led by the mission. I was led by the purpose. I was led by that inner feeling of like, I want more mothers to be joyful and love their life and have simple solutions. And I found a way to connect the business opportunity to what was on my heart. And obviously the message has shifted and as I've grown and evolved and found clarity. And that is the stuff that is such a beautiful path to go on. And I don't think enough people really do that internal digging and really aligning their, their heart to their daily actions and seeing how they go hand in hand. You are someone who I've always admired because you talked about the external things and the shiny recognition and the things you have always walked your path. You're like, I've, I've done the things I've hit the goals. I've, I've been recognized and those things no longer serve my life. They no longer serve where I want to put time and energy. And I'm going to walk this path. And I think for the person who's on the other side of this conversation, who might be in that space where they're like, I've had success. I'm making a lot of money. I've hit the goals. How 
like, let's just chat with them for a sec because we've, mm. we've, we've chatted with the person who might be struggling with building the thing, getting the momentum, figuring that out. Like if you're in that space, go do that, go build the thing, do the work, make the income, bless your life. If you are on the other end of that and you're like, I've hit big goals. I've done what the company said I'm supposed to do. I've, you know, I've done certain things. I've hit the goals that I had. Now what? Now, mm-hmm. how do I stay engaged? How do I stay aligned? How do I stay? What direction do I go in now? What would you say to her or him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's time to break the rules. Like you, you follow the rules to get there and that's good. It served you. It built a foundation, but now what do you want? And what do you want on a deeper level? You know, and if the answer, if you don't like the answer, if the answer is, oh man, I think I really want the recognition then you gotta, you gotta ask yourself why, like that's probably rooted in something that's just kind of stuck with you or haunted you because reality is, especially when you're raising a family too, like, is that really the legacy that you want to be remembered for? Is that the gift you're giving your kids? Is that what you're going to look back on and be like, oh yeah, good thing I got that rank or good thing I made it to that part. It's like none of that matters. So you have to have the the foresight and the wisdom and the willingness to break those rules and to say, what is going to lead me on the path to that? Like what is going to um, really help me to know that the juice was worth the squeeze that i am living in alignment with who i'm called to be and then i'm creating a ripple effect not just in what's being uh reflected back to me like sometimes we want to create a ripple effect so it comes back to us and we feel good meaning oh if i if i do this for these people and i lead these people and i teach them this stuff then i'll get validated and then i'll get recognized and then that'll feel good instead of saying i'm putting this out into the world because it's what i'm called to do or because i don't need something back like i already have the validation i need because i know who i am and i know what i'm called to and i know how i was made uh but it's more so what i'm putting out what i'm gifting to my children what i'm um what I'm going to be remembered for or, or, or how it's even something bigger than me. Most times it's not even about me anymore. And I think that was the wake up call for me. Once I had kids was like, wait a minute. Oh my God, this is not about me. Like, this isn't about me. This isn't even, uh, you know, like this is something so much bigger than me. If there isn't great purpose behind that. And it's these companies are amazing. They're such incredible vehicles, foundations. It's one of my main foundations in in my business as well. I have multiple businesses and that's one of them. And it's been transformative for my entrepreneurial career. But they are also designed to keep you on their path, the traditional path towards the recognition because they know it works. The same way the cell phone is designed to addict yeah. you and keep you wanting more. Like it's it's that carrot. So you have to be courageous to break those chains and say, no, I'm going after something bigger than that carrot. I'm going after something that is so much more fruitful and so much more in alignment with who I am and who I'm called to be. And to me, and it's why I named my company this, like leadership is the bridge to that. So the way to get, if you're like, how, like what the, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to break myself of that feeling. I don't know how, I don't even know where to start. I ate, slept and breathed leadership. Like I studied it. I tried to understand it. I I watched leaders that I truly admired, not for their 
accomplishments, but maybe the humble leader that nobody knew had all these business accomplishments, but how they showed up for their family or, or what their kids said about them. Um, those were the people I started to learn from and study from and understand from and, and just learning and understanding myself, seeing my gaps. Man, did I have gaps? Do I still? I mean, it's just a constant growth process of like, okay, this is a major weak spot for me. I really have this bent towards this thing that's not really going to support me in you know, becoming who I'm called to be. How can I work on that? And to me, like, it always comes back to leadership, which is so, it can feel so broad. But, you know, we talked last week about the entrepreneurial spirit. It's a lot of those same values. It's the humility, it's the creativity, it's the the vision and, and looking towards possibility. It's being selfless, it's pouring into others. It's, um, you know, really leaning into your purpose more than what will, what makes you popular. So to me, that's the answer. Um, that's what I'm teaching my kids and it's, the cry I'm putting out into the world to like really call these entrepreneurs who who do feel split in two and do feel spread thin and letting them know, no, there's there's another way. And the good news is this other way, the money naturally follows it. The possibility follows it. The healthy, thriving, happy, purposeful kids follow it. But it's counterculture. <laughs> it's against the grain it's not popular and it's it's going to take some some growth and some change like who's in and and that small percentage of people that are like i'm i'm ready like i i'm ready for my my true calling what's really next to really leverage this vehicle in a way that's in alignment with who i'm called to be so that i show up and honor my family so that i don't sacrifice what matters most so i don't get distracted by the things that look good but don't feel good like that's that's my mission. Um, and I'm, I'm crazy emboldened by it and on fire for it because that, that feeling of hurry and stress, I, I get it. Like I've lived it time and time again and I'm done with it. Um, and it keeps creeping in like, like an enemy would, but I now have like the tools and the support and the vision to combat that so that I don't have to be split in two. So I can live by the values of what we call a founder family. And so that my, my family has an opportunity to go on and live their purpose too, because I'm modeling. Taking a quick time out to fill you in on my first free masterclass for entrepreneurs. What if you really believed that everything that you wanted to build with your business was possible for you? What if it could be easier? What if it could be more joyful? What if you actually enjoyed the process every single day as you showed up to do the work? Do you think you could be consistent? I think you could. So many entrepreneurs are relying on motivation. They're relying on getting through it. They're relying on the grind. They're relying on the hustle. And then they get burnt out. They get overwhelmed. They get stuck. They lose the joy. And they wonder why they can't keep showing up to build their dreams, to hit their goals. And as I look back over the years on how I've built my business and how we've reached over seven figures annually, there's some things that I've just done differently. And I want to teach you that. So in this masterclass, we're going to uncover some core beliefs that we can help you rewrite in order to move you through those things to a more empowered state. And I'm going to reveal to you my seven essentials that I believe every successful entrepreneur is building their business around in some capacity. So 
This is going to help you really, really, really identify any gaps that you have, learn how to course correct and help you move through this state of overwhelm, frustration, lack of movement, lack of joy, wherever you are, we're going to move through that and into alignment, into flow, into excitement, into fulfillment, into joy, because I can promise you that is easy to show up for. So get access here at micafolsomfit.com slash seven essentials, number seven essentials. And that'll take you to get registered for the masterclass. And I can't wait for you to dig into this. Okay. Back to the show. That for them. I love it so much. And it's so powerful when you can release that, those external expectations. And I think Mm, that's what it comes down to. It's a little bit of an ego thing. It's a little bit of a fear of, well, what is everyone going to think when I pivot a little bit? When I think, when I start to do things differently, when I start to put time and energy into another passion project or whatever, that is something that you just have to walk through. You just have to be so aligned in your purpose, in your vision for your life and how you want to spend your time and energy and where you want to be putting, putting your focus that the whispers or the things that might come up, they just don't matter. Like they just, they just don't matter because you're so just so in tune with what is best for you and your family and the people that you care about. Um, one of the things we have, we have like a little mastermind, um, that Liz and I are part of, and we just had a chat the other week. Was it who brought up the coach and the quarterback? Do you remember that? Was it Mel? I think it might've been Mel. I think it might've been Mel, but this was something that I think when I heard it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. So to someone who is in this position where you've been leading the way you have been paving the way you, your energy is like what drives the bus. You're afraid to slow down. You're afraid to shift anything because of fear that everything will crumble. If you do this, I feel like this is a reality that a lot of people in network marketing come against is if I'm not showing up, if I'm not all in, if I'm not pedal to the metal, then my team's not going to do it because we all know, like they're probably doing half of what you're doing. Right. So what if I cut my stuff in half, then where do they go? So I think that fear is very real for people. And one of the things that I think it was Melanie Mitra, when we were chatting brought up, she says, I just had to have this honest conversation with my team about, look, I've been the quarterback for years. They were top team for multiple years. Like she was literally a machine when it came to leading the way and being in the trenches with her team. And then she had all these passion projects and things, and she's still serving her team and she's an incredible leader, but in a different way. And she says, I just had a shift from, I've been the quarterback for years. And now I'm stepping into the coach role. Like I'm not on the field with you, But if I was, this is what I would do. And this is the game plan. And this is, so you're not leaving your team by any means. You are still putting in time and energy to mentor and grow and and serve them. Like you said, you would, you're not betraying them just because you're not in the trenches in their same season. But if you've been in that season of growth and you've, you're in a new place, have an honest conversation and just say, look, it's your time. It's your time to shine. It's your time to do the thing. I am going to be there to support you, cheer you on, do my thing, but don't be afraid that everything will fall apart. If you do feel called to 
do things differently or pivot or, or whatever, because I think that's a very, very, very real fear for a lot of people. Yeah. It's a real fear, but it's like the cost is too great to not do it. So the alternative is saying, you know, I, I get that concern because it's not even exclusive to network marketing. Like when you have a, an engine that you have to keep fueling and your thought is like, if I give myself margin, will things slow down? If I give yeah. myself space, if I take time off, if I, you know, pivot, if I do it, like, I don't even have the capacity to think about it. Okay. So then I have to ask you, what's the alternative? doing this forever like it's not going to just magically change it's not you're not just going to grow up out of it i think i say this all the time that entrepreneurs have bad math they think that hard work plus time equals freedom that's not accurate there are so many other pieces to that equation it's like that i loved the book compound effect when i got started because it's that idea of do those little things over and over and over and eventually you get there but there are other factors like leadership being one of them and and willingness to listen to your heart and, and your gut and your intuition where you're being guided. What's, so when you face those things that you're like, this is hard, I don't know if I can do that. Like, I don't know what will my team think or what will I be, you know, what will happen to my bottom line or whatever. It's like, you have to be willing to ask yourself, well, what's the cost here if I don't? Or what's the alternative if I don't? I'm just gonna keep going like this? Or do I really, am I really doing my people a service? Or am I being selfish when I say, oh, well, they need me and I've got to model this forever. If I saw what attracted me to my mentor when I first started was the fact that he was living with a lot of freedom. If I knew he made a lot of money, but he was working like 20 hour days, I'd be like, I'm not interested. Like, that's not what I want. I saw he was multiple steps ahead of me in that coach role saying like, yeah, I'm not doing that stuff anymore, but I can show you how I did it exactly to your point. Yeah. So I think sometimes we think like, oh, what are they going to think? Or, uh, but do they really want to do what you're doing forever? Like, that's not really appealing. And are you really doing them? You know, are you really leading them in leadership, like helping them grow as leaders and helping them be the people that are going to show up well for their families and raise that next generation? Or are you showing them, hey, here's how you how you build a hamster wheel that you can never get off of, but you'll make good money. It's like, right. who the heck wants that? That's not appealing. Yeah. You really have to get so clear on just what matters most. Does the opinion of everyone else matter and what they think of you or your kids, your spouse, your, the people like that you actually want to have time and energy on. It's so funny. I got a message a couple months ago that really opened my eyes and she just asked, she's like, so I don't even remember how it came up, but she was like, assuming that I worked eight, eight hour days. And I was like, Whoa, I was like, Nope. I work about four hours a day, four days a week, take Friday through Sunday off. And I work way less now than I ever did at the beginning. Like when I was in the building modes and I would hope that when you're creating a business and when you're creating something that you want to provide a future for your family, it's not gradually getting more and more and more and more and more and more. Like, and I think that's the biggest fear for a lot of people is when they think, oh, I can't do both. I can't build the business I want and be the parent I want to be because 
X plus this times that equals that. And if I want to do more, or if I want to get more, I have to do more and I have to spend more time and I have to do more. And they can't even fathom like what that looks like. But what, what Liz is talking about when she says to compound effect, plus a million other factors, you're going to learn how to delegate. You're going to learn how to have a team. You're going to learn how to ask for help. You're going to learn how to zone, hone in on your zone of genius and, and get rid of everything else off your plate. You're going to learn how to work so much smarter and more efficiently and all of the things that at the beginning, you don't need to know how to do those things. And that's why you don't hear about it because they're not relevant yet. But when you continue to grow and as you stay, this is what I'm so passionate about. Stay aligned in every season, even if it's a season of growth mm -hmm. and hustle and momentum, stay aligned with your highest priorities. That is how you avoid burnout. I like in nine years of entrepreneurship, I have never once felt burnt out or that I was spread too thin or that I was sacrificing what mattered to me. And I think that's like, the more I talk to people, that's not a very common thing, but it's possible. Yeah. It's possible because you just get so clear on what actually does matter. And you get really disciplined around doing those things and not doing anything else and not feeling like you have to do all of the things. And as your business grows and as seasons shift in life, you learn how to delegate, you learn how to do things differently. You learn how to work smarter. You can do it all. I think moral of the story, that's what people need to know is yes, it'll be worth it when you're doing the right things. And two, you can do it all. You can't do everything, yeah. but you can do all of the things that matter most to you. Yes. Yeah. You can do it all and have it all, but it's going to require looking at and doing things differently. Like Absolutely. you've got to break the rules. You got to break the you know, status quo of, of maybe how other people are doing. You got to figure out how it's in alignment for you. And it's, it's so critical. Like we're, I'm telling you, I'm talking to these people constantly in my, my programs and working alongside people and people that tune into the Luminary Leadership Podcast and everything we're doing. And this feeling of being spread too thin or this feeling of being split into, it's one of the things I love about you, Micah, is that you are a rare breed, that like that you didn't experience that and that you didn't walk through that. It's because you really stayed in that alignment and you really honored those values. But there are so many people that are craving it and they don't know how. And it's yeah. why we talked about it last week, but this is kind of the crux of the whole thing is achieving true fulfillment and true free freedom in business uh, while bringing that same level of intention to your home, transforming from this entrepreneur who also is raising kids and feels tugged in two opposite directions, you know, going from that to being wildly successful in both, eliminating that cycle of guilt and hurry and overwhelm and maybe comparison. That's a big one for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, and then also heeding the call over here. Like it's not just about the business side of it. it's like i actually feel called to raise leaders like i want to raise up this next generation in a way where they're empowered and that they run and do what they're called to do and that they create success and happiness and joy for their lives um and really figuring out how to nurture their strengths like we talked about last week and helping them develop the confidence and the courage to go after it that is why we're putting together we don't know what to call like we're calling it a rally cry like it is a call for anybody that resonates with anything that I just said and is ready to draw their line in the sand and say, I might not know how I'm going to do that, but I know what I'm not willing to do anymore. I know what I'm being called to 
and I want to be a part of a movement of people who are disrupting entrepreneurship and 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 parenthood. Like I am going all in and I need the the community of because we know the power of the pack is so real. We need the, a community of other people who are going to go from split into to a founder family, integrating family and business connected more connected than ever and and more mission driven than ever, but also feeling like they have the resources and the support to as they raise up their business and success, raise up their kids and success too. So if that's something that is speaking to you, it's not just gonna happen on its own. It's not just gonna happen by chance. You're not gonna read, there are not enough books on the planet that are going to help you bridge those two worlds through leadership and possibility. Um, so we have a way for you guys to join us, but Micah and I will be there. And this is like, I, we said it last time, I'm like, I don't care if it's just you and I, Micah, like this is, this we're all in like this has to happen because again like i asked a few minutes ago what's the freaking alternative what's the cost if we don't what if we just say like hey we'll see how this plays out i'm gonna be a good mom and i'm gonna be i'm gonna work hard in my business over here what if the end result of that is not what you're really called to if the end result of that is collateral damage in your family and never actually feeling fulfilled in your business like is that okay so if the answer is no We'll see you there and Micah will tell you how to get there. Yeah, guys, go to micafulsomefit.com slash Liz, L-I-Z. That'll get you access to her rally cry call. Yeah. <laughs> that'll give you, that'll dig into it all. But it really is like, I feel like when you say you're going against the grain, just look at social media right now. Look at reels <laughs> for five minutes. And you will see the slew of mom life is hard and dreadful. My kids suck. Da, da, da. Like that is what's like pumping into our brain every single day. I got a message the other day that was like, I shared something in parenthood, like struggling through a season. It just, it was a hard day. And I was sharing that. I was just being real about it. And then learning through it. And I got a message that was like, oh my gosh, it's so good to see that you have hard days and that you struggle. I thought your kids always behaved and they were perfect. And you know, and I'm like, what? Just because that's not my topic of choice that every day is a hard day doesn't mean we don't have hard days. But then on the alternative, when we do have hard days, I also don't stay in the suckage for long. I'm like, right. man, that was hard. Let's grow through it. What can we learn? How can we move forward? How can we... What can I be grateful for right now? Like you learn how to not operate like that. Mm -hmm. And I think more than anything, if you're feeling like what Liz is sharing is resonating, you're going to put yourself in the middle of the bed with people who resonate with that too. You're going to finish. You're going to put yourself in the middle of the bed with people who want to do life that way. And yeah. as I'm a part of your mastermind right now, that is the most powerful thing that you can do as you're stepping into uncharted territory, as you're stepping into something new, stepping into a new way of life, which is what this is, you want to be surrounded with the people who are on the mission with you. And I am mm -hmm. so freaking excited that you're just cultivating that and that you're giving people this opportunity to do that because I've obviously seen how life-changing that is. Oh my gosh. I love it. it. This was like the <laughs> perfect the perfect like cherry on top of this episode of bringing the two worlds together let the kids come in like crescendo in your office as we close out right. this episode but thank you so much for having me Micah this has been 
such uh, an awesome and uplifting conversation and also a reminder of, man, we've got work to do. Like, this is not a plug and play, like join this call, your problems will be solved if you do X, Y, and this is like, I am choosing this as a way of life and I need people to support me and show me the way. And I'm in it too, you know, I'm right there with you guys. And uh, I, I am honored to do it. So thank you for having me and letting me come and speak to your homies. Of course, my homies are the best. You'll learn. They They'll are. tag you. They share all the things. They're the most incredible humans. So you guys do your thing, work your magic, share what resonated, share this message. What Liz is doing, the work that she's doing on this earth is literally unlike anyone else I've ever seen. And I'm just in awe of you. I love getting to lock arms with you and share your message and just be a part of this work because this is generational. Like, and that's what I think is so cool. And it gives me goosebumps. You impact an entrepreneur, which is what we both do in business and our, our courses and our programs and all the things, but the entrepreneur impacts the children, the children impact theirs. Like all of the things have the biggest ripple effect. And Oh, I'm just, I'm just so excited about what's coming. So one more time, you guys, michaelpulsonfit.com slash Liz, get on the call, share it with your peeps and we'll see you there. Liz, thanks for being on girlfriend. Thanks, Micah. All right. See you guys next week. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. If you left this podcast, a quick review, wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.